Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is a Thunder and Lightning exclusive here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. We are 30 days away from the first pitch at Duty Noble Field to start the 2023 season. And joining me now, very pleased to have Coach Chris Limonis, the skipper of the Diamond Dogs, here with us. Kind of cliched, Coach, but was this the longest offseason of your life? By far. By far. So we, uh, we're ready to get back. Um, first day of classes today, so uh, man, we got them all here. We're working out. Weather's beautiful, and uh, we're ready to move on. I can tell you that. Yeah, we, we need this kind of weather on opening day. I don't know if we can pull that off or not, but if we can, it'll be, all be good for us. The last time you and I talked was right, I think maybe fall ball was just about to wrap up, and, and now you're, you know, you're a month away from the season. What can you learn about your team in that time frame where they're not really practicing, they're working out, they're not, you're not on the field with them as much, but what can you learn about your team in that time? Well, I think the biggest thing for us in that time frame is getting healthy. We had the injuries coming out of the fall, and knock on wood, we're, we're in pretty good shape right now. Guys are back. Kellen Clark's playing. Amani Larry's playing. Aaron Downs is playing. You know, Hunter Hines is back swinging, so... I think that's the biggest thing for us is getting those guys back and seeing how that looks as a group, you know. And so um, it's been fun to have them. And then a lot of the young kids, you know, one of the things I think our staff does the best, Jake Gotro, Kyle Cheesebro, Scott Foxhall, is that time from there to the end that we get them is a lot of individual and hopefully we can make them better. You know, we came off the field my first year and Colby White, he couldn't throw it inside the backstop and – Man, they worked really hard, and he came out and was one of our best players You know, three months later. So making those adjustments from what they did on the fall to where they get to the spring is, is a sign of a good staff. Speaking of Coach Cheesebro, how excited are you with the NCAA ruling on, on the third assistant? We're very excited about the ruling. He's still in a tryout mode is what we told him. So he's, uh, <laughs> We're keeping him on his toes. So, no, I'm just joking. Cheese has been with me for a long time. I actually – you know, we had the vote in 19, and we lost it. We, you know, everybody thought we were going to get it. That's one reason he came. And he's turned down, I mean, he pretty much could be a recruiting coordinator at a bunch of places, probably five or six jobs over the last two years. He's turned down because um, we felt like this was coming, and this is where he wants to be. So um, it was a really good, good news for college baseball and college baseball coaches. I think in college baseball, leadership is more important than it is maybe in in any other sport. You have to have guys in that locker room who can lead your team. Everybody's going to point to Luke Hancock, the veteran. He's been there, part of the national championship team. Who are the other leaders that you see developing on on this squad? Well, I think it's some of our older guys. And we have some good younger uh, leaders, too. But I'd say Casey Hunt, Parker Sinet, Kellum Clark, um, those guys have done a great job. I think they're super motivated like I am because they're, you know, what they experienced last year. But I think those guys have done a great job of, of keeping our guys uh, moving forward and understanding what we didn't do good last year. And with all the injuries and the things that we dealt with, we still didn't do a great job with culture. You know, our culture wasn't where it needed to be. Um, maybe some other things in the program. And I, I think they understand that. And uh, they have the experience. These guys have experienced the ultimate high and the ultimate low. And so uh, somewhere in between that is just coming up and playing hard every day and working hard every day. And I think they really get that. You got two big bats right there in the middle of the lineup with Hunter Hines and Kellum Clark. Those are two, you know, in, in a conference full of power hitters, those are two of the, of the better ones. <laughs> Hines had a great freshman year. 
Kellen Clark got off to a slow start but was, was hitting better by the end of the season. How, can they take another step this year and be more consistent throughout? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I'm on Hunter Hines all the time now. So we, you know, I love him. He's super talented. He's a great player. <clears throat> but, man, he can be so much better. Um, so, you know, we saw a better Hunter late in the year when we're at A&M and they throw a two-seamer on their way and he hits a double in the back gap, right? He, you know, he takes a really good pitch. You know, he got into a point of just trying to hit homers for a little while. It's just a young kid in the league and the excitement. But he is a pure hitter, as you'll find. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of that this year. And he's he got a chance to be on the field, first base, left field. That makes a big difference. It's hard to be the DH, you know. So I think he'll have really jumped there. And then Kellum's the same way. I think Kellum, uh, we've done a lot of work in the offseason, just working on his swing. I say we, Coach Gotro, Coach Cheese, and Kellum. <clears throat> probably more important than anybody, but I think you're going to see some, you know, a little bit more of a rounded hitter with Kellum. So uh, we're excited about those two guys. I think one of the stories that, that kind of went, I don't know if underreported is the right word, but you saw a big jump for Lane Forsyth as far as, as being at the plate. We all knew what he could do with the glove, but last year he became a, a bit more consistent hitter. Sort of the same question there. Is there another step up for him? Can he become a guy that you can count on to hit around 300? I think so. I mean, I think uh, he's always had, you know, a lot of lanes has been strength. And so he spent so much time working on his body, working on his strength, working on him. And when he's in a good position and he's strong, he's, it's amazing how much better of a hitter he is, how much better of a runner. So I think you're, I just think you're seeing that progression of a guy through his career. And, you know, Lane's been through it. And, you know, Lane's a winner in, in terms of, like, this kid competes. He, the moment doesn't get too big for him. Um, and he, we know he's, as good as any shortstop in the country defensively, and I think that next step is right here in front of him. One of the, the I don't know if surprise is the right word, but R.J. Yeager just had a monster season for you a season ago as a transfer, and it really sort of you know the transfer that stood out. Now this year's class, you've got all these guys coming in. Is there a guy that you feel can give you that kind of impact? I think everybody would probably point, point to Colton Ledbetter for that. But what about the other transfers? Are, are there guys of that caliber in this class? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to do what R.J. did last year, right? I mean, that was pretty pretty amazing, especially in SEC play. Um, but Colton's that type of player. I mean, he, he easily could do something in that world. I mean, he is uh, just really talented. <clears throat> you know, I just got to get him. You know, with R.J., it was about getting comfortable playing in front of big crowds, playing in this environment, and then, boy, he took off. I think Colton's going to be a guy who does a lot of similar things. They're different athletes. Colton has a chance to steal 20 bases you know, and hit some home runs and do everything else. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. But, uh, you know, Amani Larry is a guy who missed a lot of the fall, but the two weeks we had him on the field was, man, as good as anybody we had. Um, Landon Gartman, he got a chance. And we need some of our transfers on the mound. And I know I'll leave guys out, but Tyler Davis, Connor Heisek, I mean, we have guys, <coughs> you know, all across the board that, that we're counting on. And same thing on that pitching staff, Nate Dome. Is a power arm at the end, so we we're excited about them. We feel like they can really help us. Um, you know, it's kind of the new age of college athletics. You know, and I hope not to have this many. You know, we just had a weird year last year, so but we feel like the ones we got um, were makeup guys. We really we passed on certain guys at times because we felt like uh, you know they wouldn't fit who we are. And you know, one of our you know really good ones is Will Hoyle. You know, second baseman we got from Duke. He's been a 
great addition to our ball club. Just brings great energies, played a lot of baseball, and can really help us. The, the big question for me with this team, and we, we did a whole pod yesterday talking about you know previewing this season and, and pitching and the rotation. And the comment I made was, this is the first time in a while for Mississippi State that I couldn't tell you who I think is going to start on the first Friday. I have an idea, but it, it's just an idea. I, I can't say for sure the way I would have with Ethan Small or, or or with you know with McLeod or, or any of those guys. So. Right. Sort of talk me through it. You know, who who do you who do you see stepping into some of those roles maybe early in the season? Well, I know I think that's the biggest question mark with our team right now. You know, we're you know we know we have talent. We have a lot of talent everywhere, but it's what is our pitching staff going to look like? And you know, we have some veteran guys. You got you got Kate Smith, who was you know probably if we had a less injuries last year, we probably would have had a you know better year. And I thought it was pretty good there. We got Parker Stinnett back, who's been really good for us. We have Casey Hunt back, who's been really good for us. We have Landon Gartman, who was the first team All League pitcher, who threw four or five no hit innings against us. You know, uh, last year we have, you know, Pico is a guy for me who, you know, he's he's working in his tail off at that that lefty. And then we have a couple of the young kids. I mean, Gerangelo and Bradley Lofton. I mean, those guys are going to be pushing on it too. And there's probably Colby Holcomb, Nate Dome, some of those guys can can do the same thing too. So we we have an open competition right now, and I think uh, I think it's healthy for us. I don't, I don't think anybody's done enough to say, "Hey, Landon Sims, you're the Friday night guy," or Ethan Small, you're the Friday night guy. It's I, I need guys who can take the ball and win, win games, and give us more than just three or four innings and us looking up at pitch count. I, I want guys who can take that ball and and get us to the finish line. I'm not saying throw a complete game, but, you know, last year was just so many different things happening, but that was part of our frustration is we just weren't real efficient. And so that's been a little bit of what we've talked about this year. With the, I look at the back end of the bullpen. I think Aaron Nixon is maybe the most intriguing player on this team because that's a guy who could, if he finds the, the form that he had as a freshman, be an All-American again and, and really give you something that you lacked a season ago, which was that shutdown reliever at, at the end of ball games. How do you like the back end of your bullpen right now, and what, what do you think of Nixon thus far? Well, Nixon's been really good. I, I love He was probably was one of the bigger recruits all summer. He could have gone anywhere he wanted. Um it's electric stuff, but it's even better makeup. And uh, he's going to be back there a lot for us. I mean, it's <clears> – <throat> but I, we've talked as a staff, you know, we want to be able to finish with a lot of different guys. And so we have – you know, as we look up at that bullpen, and you could easily have uh, Aaron Nixon at the back end, but you know, we have some special pieces I think we could run out there and use. Uh, we, you know, we, we signed a couple lefties. So we got Tyler Davis from DCU, who was their Friday night starter last year and was their closer the year before and has 19 wins and saves in his first two years in college for a really good team. We have Graham Yetma, who is one of our better pitchers this fall, big lefty, just to have that option. We have, it could be Pico, you know, in there. If he doesn't win a starting role, that you have three really good lefties. And then on the flip side, the, the Tyson Harden was a kid we brought in who's been really good this fall. Colby Holcomb, Nate Dome, um, you just got a handful of guys that you can use in different ways, and there's going to be a couple of those starters that don't get the starting spot. So you're going to be able to use them in there, but I think it's bullpen by committee. I don't know if it'll be bullpen by Landon Sims, even though I think Aaron Nixon's going to get out there a lot at the end of the game. I think we have to have multiple guys ready to go. 
Do you have a Hunter Hines on this team in terms of a freshman that can make a big impact starting early in the season and all the way through? We actually have a couple, you know, guys that are out there that are kind of sleepers. Um, you know, Dakota Jordan's a kid from Jackson that's had a really good fall. He's always been a really good player. He's better than I thought, and I thought he was really good coming out of high school. He's just very polished for a high school freshman. You know, can defend, can run, has strike zone awareness. Um, he has a chance to be a, a really good player, you know, for us. Ross Highfield, our catcher out of Jackson, or Madison area. Um, same thing, super athletic, <clears throat> can play this game at a high level. There's a, there's a guy that, you know, Aaron Downs didn't play a lot last year. He had some injuries and everything else, but he's a guy that, he was recruited, he's one of the better players in the country when we signed him, and he's starting to get healthy, and I think he could be a big addition to us. That the name a lot of people don't talk about, but it's a, it's a high-level worker. He almost works too hard, but he's also a very, very talented player. A lot of new faces for Mississippi State baseball in 2023. We'll see if the road leads back to Omaha starting 30 days from today. Coach Chris Lamonis, thank you so much. Always appreciate it when you join us here. Appreciate it very much. Thanks, Brian. Hell State. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.